Warning, the following program is solely intended for a mature audience. Any of the idiotic opinions and views expressed on this show are solely opinions of Dark Cringe Radio and not of its advertisers, which is completely pointless because this poorly produced, dumbass podcast has no advertisers. Furthermore, any rebroadcast or redistribution of Dark Friend Radio podcasts without per- the permission is strictly prohibited. If you do, we will find you. And then we will send three black-eyed children to your home or office to collect your soul. Thank you. Enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming down Dark Fringe Radio. I am your host, Will Martinez, and I appreciate you guys joining on the podcast live on Facebook. And uh, please tell everybody about the podcast if you can. Uh, tell them they can follow us on uh, Facebook at Dark Fringe Radio. Very simple. And um, hope, hopefully everybody's able to you know, do that and spread the word. And um, I also have my co-host on the line with me tonight, Jay. Jay, what's going on, man? What up? Long time, finally back in the fold, got things running proper, my voice is finally back, I am ready to do this. Yeah, you had some voice issues, right man? I did, I had uh, like laryngitis for two weeks and I couldn't seem to just uh, shake it, it took me getting some serious um, antibiotics and taking a few days rest and recoup. Right. Uh, but I'm, I'm almost back to 100%. Awesome, man. Awesome, awesome. Well, I'm glad to have you back on, man. And uh, we have a lot to talk about, man. And uh, we're going to be talking about this uh, crazy cult thing, um, this leader called Brother Twelve. And uh, he's kind of like one of the OG original gangster cult leaders of, uh, you know, you know, back then. And uh, we'll be talking about that. But I uh, wanted to get into the uh, social media first here um, and talk about that as well, how you can follow us. Um, on Dark Fringe Radio, there's a couple different ways. Facebook, of course. Uh, you can follow us also on Twitter and also on Instagram. And um, you just follow us at Dark Fringe Radio. You can see that on the screen there to the right. Just follow us, Dark Fringe Radio, on any of those three platforms. Um, we're also on SoundCloud, so you can um, subscribe to us on SoundCloud. When we drop a live episode about a day or two later, the um, episode's available for download on SoundCloud as well, and also iTunes and Google Music. So, a lot of different ways that you can actually um, listen to us and uh, follow us. Um, just like I said, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, all those three platforms that are available for you guys to use. So, um, so yeah, Jay, it's been a while since uh, you know we've been on uh, a podcast together. It's uh, been a little bit of a, you know a, you know delay and a gap of time. Um, thanks for coming back on. And um, tonight, I wanted to kind of jump in head first. And talk about some horror movies because it's about that time of the season. You know, Halloween's right around the corner. Um, and literally. Literally right around the corner. And, um, you know, I like to kind of highlight, you know, the uh, movies that are actually uh, streaming on Netflix currently right now. And uh, so I want to kind of go through that list of uh, what's uh, what's popping on there. So uh, just give me a second here. I'm going to pop up my list. Well, be- go ahead. Before we do that or while you pop up that list, I Please. would like to make – uh, a little bit of a clarification. Last week, uh, for a one-year anniversary, and I was on the comments because the only way I could communicate was via type, uh, 
we were talking about this. Somebody brought up some uh, haunted show, and you guys were talking kind of a little bit about Chernobyl. Yeah. Um, and I realized that my comment wasn't clear on what I was bringing up, a show called The Mysteries of the Abandoned. Did an episode mm-hmm. on a village outside of Chernobyl, and uh-huh. that's what it made me think of. And it's a great show, but it really shows some of the eerie, darker sides of what's left in the wake of that that event. So, when I was talking about mysteries and abandoned, that's what I was talking about. Just to clarify, if you guys are getting a chance to go watch it, it's a great show. It is definitely creepy and eerie as fuck to see some of these uh, dilapidated forgotten, abandoned military bases or uh, buildings. They have entire towns at times. They have they have even weird experimental like Tesla coils out in the middle of Russia somewhere. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> yeah. Just out in the they middle of Russia. They do a lot of cool shit. It's fun. It's, and they go, like, it's cool because they go in the whole background of it uh-huh. and it's great. But they did something on Chernobyl and when you guys were talking about uh, you know, ghost hunters at Chernobyl, I was that's what I was talking about. Just for clarification. Gotcha, gotcha. No, that's awesome. And what which uh, channel is that uh, being shown on? You know, uh, that I believe is on the Discovery Channel. Discovery Channel. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for the clarification, man. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely still going to check that out. And I think we were talking about that movie. Uh, the Chernobyl Diaries, and that's about that uh, group of people who go back to Chernobyl and uh, kind of go poking around and end up finding, like, mutant animals and shit happening there. But, yeah, no, nonetheless, it was a good um, good movie. But, yeah, I wanted to talk about some of the movies that are actually going to be popping up um, on Netflix um, this month. And it's a pretty good list. Just wanted to kind of uh, browse through that real quick. And um, as I'm bringing up that list, I wanted to remind any, everybody that you can send us um, any kind of correspondence uh, to the show at thedarkfringe at gmail.com. Again, that's thedarkfringe at gmail.com. So if you have any you know, show suggestions, um, you'd like to see if you want to be a guest on the show, um, please uh, shoot us an email there, and uh, you know we can go ahead and uh, you know consider that on. So uh, first movie I wanted to talk about tonight, uh, Jay, that's available on Netflix is the movie uh, Evolution. And I'm not sure if you've heard about this movie, Evolution, but um, this is a, a pretty uh, interesting story because um, the the premise of the movie is a little bit different than what you would normally think. Um, it's basically at an island where you know this movie takes place where there's two groups of people, young boys and the women that oversee them. And it's like kind of like a really eerie setting. And it really gets really creepy after the main uh, kid, Nicholas, um, he's the young boy, he sees a body um, swimming in the ocean, and then his mother dives in to investigate, but he doesn't find, she doesn't find anything. Um, so they're kind of like wondering what's up with this story that Nicholas had, and you know maybe that um, he was like seeing things. So they, she took um, him to the hospital, and um, for this like mysterious operation, and then things start to get really like uh, paranoid, and uh, a lot of panic starts to set in. And so you kind of figure out what's actually happening here in the background when once this, you know, domino of effects of or events start happening, the actual movie starts to um, unfold. So a really, really cool movie. I actually watched it a couple of weeks ago called Evolution. I would uh, definitely recommend anybody to go ahead and check that one out. Um, I don't know. Have you seen that one, Jay? Evolution? I've seen of it. I've seen some of the trailers. I have yet to actually watch it. Okay, yeah, definitely check it out. Um, I definitely recommend for you and Rachel to check that out. You guys will like it. Um, another one I wanted to talk about was another movie called Under the Shadow, and um, just a, a pretty intense movie. 
it's it's a different type of movie in the way that it's has a just an all kind of female cast and in that vein that it's just kind of like the women are constantly feeling like they're always like in panic and in danger so like um it's uh, about a mother and a daughter and there's these like these series of events that happen where they end up by themselves in this building because their building is actually being bombed and they're actually it's set in Iran and uh, it's really cool because you don't really have like a horror movie that's set in a different country like that it's usually set in America or maybe England at you know at the latest you know um but yeah it's set in a different country and um it gives a really different type of feel of horror and it's panic and you know the woman that plays um the main uh character in there is really really good so um again it's called under the shadow definitely uh recommend uh for you guys to check that out uh, jay have you seen any good movies lately uh nothing new everything i've been watching lately i've been so it's just been so crazy with me at work the only thing i've really been watching that's kind of new is a tv show called wreck oh really yeah what is it's that about fucking hilarious so. um well it starts off season one uh you have this airplane flying and and it starts it kind of looks like it's going to focus around this guy danny um heavier guy beard, airplane goes down and they land on this deserted island. So they start kind of picking up some of the characters like the the main stewardess, mm-hmm. Owen or Steward, mm-hmm. man, Steward, uh, Owen. They they have a, a couple of females. They have um, this weird guy from South Africa named Steve. Um, and as they land, they start trying to figure out how they're going to survive on this island. Now, nobody there had any kind of survival training except for this one green beret. <laughs> Um, and I'm not going to spoil it, but let's, I'm not, he doesn't make it to season, to episode two. Oh boy. Well, that's, uh, quite Because that would be too easy. That'd be too easy, right? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> season one, they're trying to figure out how they're going to survive on this island. You know, there's some division. They're trying to figure out who's going to be leader. Um, you know, they, they eventually think they're going to be saved when they see this cruise ship just offshore. Turns out the cruise ship is full of pirates. Yeah. So the pirates can take over the island. Right. Eventually they revolt. They get on the cruise ship, and now they think they're home safe. Ah, there you go. There's the twist, of course, but the, right? But then something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be as vague as possible because <laughs> this is something everybody. This is a show everybody should watch. Be vague. And they end up on another island, deserted but not totally deserted, uh, and. They're kind of caught up in, like, a Hunger Games kind of thing. Yeah, pretty interesting. It's fucking hilarious. It is hilarious. So that's kind of what's been taking up a majority of my my open, available TV time. That and uh, the UFC fights have been going on lately. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, another movie uh, that's on Netflix is called um, Boys in the Trees. And this one's actually a pretty interesting film. And actually, um, it's about um, a group of kids. And um, there's, like, these... uh, boys that live in this area where it's not normal, just let's say, (laughs) without giving too much away in the plot, um, they kind of go through this journey um, in this strange kind of like parallel universe world that they live in. Um, And on Halloween night, um, what happens is one of the main kids was friends with another kid, right? And on Halloween night, he he basically tells his friend he fucking takes off on him. 
he basically ghosts his friend on Halloween night and ends up hanging out with the cool kids. And then what happens is after that, um, he lures him to a freaking um, graveyard. And I really can't give the rest of the film <laughs> what happens after that because I would give it away completely. But, yeah, it's a really good film. It's called Boys in the Trees. Um, so that's also on um, Netflix. So check that one out. Uh, let me see what else is on the list here. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah, the um, movie called uh, Triple uh, Double X, and it's a... Double X? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not Triple X. No. Triple X, you're either going to find <laughs> pornography or really bad Vin Diesel movie. Yeah, yeah, no, no. No, it's called Double X, and it's a, um anthology series, um, meaning that it's a basically kind of like um, in a vein of, uh, if you could imagine... Creep Show, like Creep Show One and Creep Show Two, especially where it was just like different right. stories in uh, one movie. And so, yeah, it's a really good film, and I definitely recommend it. Like again, it's a anthology series, and the first movie is called The Box. It's a creepy tale about a young boy who sees something horrifying um, that changes his life. And after that, there's another one called. Um, let me see here. I'm trying to read it here. Uh, yeah, it's called Don't Fall. It's about a group of campers who run afoul and a monster in the woods. And, you know, and the last one's called Living Son. It's a story about a woman whose uh, teenage son displays increasingly disturbing uh, violent behavior. So, yeah, it's just, you know, three great different, you know, uh, uh, stories in one movie. I don't know. Are you a fan of anthology series, Jace? I do. I do. I, li- I like anthology. I like getting a, a lot of bang for my buck, a lot of small stories in and one uh, grand like Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. You know, those are great. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, of course, there's uh, one that's playing now on uh, Netflix that is the um, the genesis of the James Wan uh, universe, and it's The Conjuring. And uh, if anybody's ever seen The Conjuring, I mean, if you haven't, you've been living under a rock, I guess, the last 20 years or 10 years that it's been out. And uh, just a great film. Uh, it's about the Warrens and their, you know, uh, foray into the world of paranormal investigations and about uh, investigating this house that this family lives in. And it's just, it goes on, you know, just whirlwind and it just, it, it sets up a, 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 a just a series of events for other films. I mean, they branched this out into two different other series with now Annabelle and then now The Nun that just came out. Um, so another group of, um, you know, movies that came out of this one film and was able to build a, a big franchise. Did you see the original Conjuring, Jay? I did not because no. that shit's all kind of, with the things <laughs> I've seen in my life, I don't need my fantasy to parallel too much of reality. Uh, I, I figure if I keep a slightly closed door on that one, that's less of my life than I have to worry about. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, but uh, definitely a good series. Um, if anybody has never checked it out, definitely I recommend they do that immediately. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, one of the last ones that I wanted to bring up. Let me see. I think there was one more on the list here. And let's see here. Yes, I think there was. Yeah, um, it was, let's see, Oculus. And uh, Oculus was a, a movie that um, takes place in a like uh, where this lady stayed at this mental hospital, and she's kind of like uh, you know 
going through this whole, you know, thing of emotions, and she kind of wanna, puts her life behind her. And, you know, she believes that her parents' death were caused by an artifact that their father brought home, which is this antique mirror. And it just goes on to this crazy, um, you know, just whirlwind of just, you know, false reality. She sees things in the mirror that are actually not there, and it's just the mirror is cursed, and it's just a really, really screwed up movie. Seems it. I've actually seen a lot of uh, advertisements for that one. Yeah, that that one looks uh, looks scary Mm -hmm. and... uh, Thrill things. <laughs> to say the least, right? Yeah, yeah. There was something I was going to try to add in there to thrill to make it like more enticing, but thrilling is the best I can come up with, apparently. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. And the last one I wanted to bring up for the night uh, was the classic, the quintessential classic, The Lost Boys. And, uh, of course... Oh, that's a classic. Yeah, that's a classic, of course, with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. I mean, you had Corey Haim. You had a, just a slew of just, you know, characters and actors that, you know, are legendary in Hollywood. I mean, if you haven't seen this, uh, again, you have not seen a good horror movie from the 80s. I mean, this is the quintessential horror vampire movie of the 80s, and there hasn't been one since like that. Um, you know, you have all these other... Yeah, you're also. never, never going to be... Your- you're never going to be able to recapture that lightning in a bottle. I mean, that was that was the '80s vampire horror quintessential. Like that led all the other, you know, like Bram Stoker's Dracula and and things of that nature that were. But nothing touches Lost Boys. Yeah, nothing, nothing, definitely nothing. Yeah, and, uh, you know, again, nothing, I can't say enough about this movie. If you haven't seen it, just take, you know, an hour and 45 minutes of your life and watch a decent horror movie. That's the one. So, again, uh, that's the uh, movies uh, this month on Netflix uh, that you can find uh, that are streaming this month. Check those out. And um, last thing I, I wanted to review, Jay, uh, was this movie I was telling you about that I watched the other day called Extinction, and it stars Michael Pena. Uh, you might remember him from Shooter. He was the um, the uh, FBI agent who ended up helping Mark Wahlberg at the mm-hmm. end of that movie, and he was also in um, well, he was in the Ant Man movie as well. And uh, so um, you know mm-hmm. he's had a couple of really good roles as of late. Now he had his own Netflix original movie. Uh, called Extinction, and um, it's about this guy who um, starts to have, like, these recurring nightmares of, like, an alien invasion happening, Um, and it's kind of to the point where it's kind of impeding on his family structure, um, because it's to the point where they think he's paranoid, Uh, you know, his wife wants him to see a doctor, and it's kind of like reluctance for him to go see a doctor, because he doesn't want to think he's crazy or anything like that. Uh, but he kind of finally bites down on the bullet one day and decides, hey, listen, I'm going to go see a doctor, right? So he goes to this doctor, and he kind of starts to see things that are not kosher, just let me say that way. I don't even know how else to say it, but just things aren't right. And he starts to notice it and ends up not staying for the appointment. And he ends up telling his wife he didn't stay for the appointment, of course. Ends up being a big, you know, brouhaha because of that, but... Anyways, long story short, an alien invasion actually starts to happen. And so, you know, his wife... (laughs) (laughs) I've been like, told you so, bitches! Exactly. I I probably said that like three or four times throughout the film. And so, yeah, 
the invasion actually happens, but there is a super, super twist. I'm not going to give it away. You guys have to watch it. I'm telling you, it is not going to, you know, disappoint you. Just watch the film. Take some time. Go watch this sci-fi thriller, because that's what it is. It's sci-fi thriller, but it's good. It kind of starts off a little slow because Michael Pena is kind of like this, you know, you know, individual who's conflicted with this, you know, thing that's going on with him at that moment. But take the time, dedicate it. Don't worry, write it out because it's going to be worth the payoff at the end. So uh, give a, a pretty uh, big thumbs up for Extinction there. So, well, that's it for uh, my blabbering for the evening. Uh, Jay, we uh, came to talk about Brother 12, and um, you brought this um, up to me uh, last week. And, um, come, I mean, tell me, where did you even find this? I mean, where did this all come from? So... When my wife, Rachel, and I went on vacation a couple weeks ago, probably about, probably about a month ago at this point, um, you know, we're in the hotel room with the kids, trying to, trying to find something that we can all watch. It was Shark Week. And I come across the Travel Channel. And on the Travel Channel is a show called uh, Expedition Unknown. You and this uh, guy... Josh Gates, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great show. It's a great show. So we were we got so into what they were doing in this particular episode. When we got home, all, a lot of our shows were on break. We're, we were, were catching up or caught up with with Rex, as we were talking about earlier. So we had we had to have something as a filler. So we've been going back watching um, older episodes of Expedition on older episodes. There's like two seasons, but you know they they do something on. Um, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. They've yeah, I saw that. Uh, he goes into Egypt and all the queens of Egypt, and you know, there's there's all these great places he goes and mysteries he's trying to solve, including uh, just recently. I'm not sure if you heard that one of the three original pairs of ruby slippers from Wizard of Oz uh, had been missing for about 15 years. So. He went to Minnesota where the third pair had been stolen. Ah, they were stolen. Okay. There's one, one is in the Smithsonian. Another pair is in the is in a private collection in somewhere in California. And the third pair was on display in a small museum um, in the hometown of, uh, of Judy Garland. Oh, really? So, yeah. Uh, but somebody had come in. All they took was the shoes. They broke in, took nothing but the shoes. Um, and it turns out that whoever it was, they, originally they were told they were put in a paint can and thrown into a lake um, of some sort, which in Minnesota in the winter, it's hard to get into, into a lake. Okay, yeah, of course. So they ended up checking it out. And what they, they couldn't actually find the shoes. About two weeks ago, uh, the shoes were found in a lake in a paint can. So they were on the right track. Pretty cool to watch. Yeah, I, I love that that show, and um, I love the um, you know the main guy in it. And uh, so, so you were watching the show, and so how did Brother Twelve fit into all this? So one of the episodes was on this Brother Twelve. So as we're sitting here watching, we start watching it, and uh, he's talking about how they're going to go to Canada. Uh, he talks about this Brother Twelve who had a fairly unremarkable life until he fell ill. Um, and then started seeing vision. And then beyond that, 
uh, he ended up forming a cult and, and some, uh, we're going to get into some of the things that, that unfolded later. Right. But he said he was actually going to go to the island. Most people in Canada don't go to this island. It's almost completely, it's, in fact, it's completely abandoned. Yeah, that's what I read, yeah. So as they're on the ferry heading out, and again, it's like 10.30 at night, I'm half awake, I'm half asleep, but she's kind of what I thought we watched when we want to go to bed. Yeah. This Canadian is like, where are you guys going? So he says that they're going to go, you know, out to this particular island in search of uh, more information on Brother 12. And this Canadian, who was probably in his 20s, maybe 30s, uh, was so afraid, he warned Josh hates to be to be careful. He said, "You don't know what's out there. You don't want to mess with anything out there. You just want to stay away from it." Because if I was you, I wouldn't go anywhere near that island. Yeah. So this guy has instilled so much fear that people won't even go to the island. Yeah, that's what I saw, and um, you know, it's an interesting story. As soon as you mentioned it, I started googling it automatically, and. Um, I was really intrigued to find out a lot of this, you know, the story, how it kind of unfolded. And, you know, not just how it unfolded, how this guy was able to get away with so much stuff. I mean, I know it was like the mid-1800s, and the guy was ahead of his time as far as being able to get away from the police and being prosecuted. He was smart enough to know what to do. I mean, this guy, as crazy as he was, he was very smart, too, at the, at the same time. So, you know, that's that's one thing about this guy that I give him credit for is as crazy as he was, he was super smart and he was able to convince a lot of people into I don't, his craziness. I don't know if he was I don't know if he was crazy. I mean he was definitely crazy. But <laughs> the thing that really sets him apart from any other cult figure I've ever heard of. Right? A lot of these cult leaders they talk about speaking of the divine or speaking for the divine or speaking on the divine. Um, but he's the only one. He said he was the, so he's sick in the south of France. He starts having visions, and this is when he starts referring to himself as Brother Twelve, as if he's the twelfth disciple of wisdom from Great Egypt. He eventually says that he is, he is the Egyptian god, um, Thorsus, if I remember that correctly. Yeah, Cyrus. Oh, Cyrus, excuse me. Um, reincarnate. And the thing that really captured me and when it, when it made me start kind of looking into this dude is he ends up misappropriating funds right. and being taken to court. Yeah. He misappropriated funds. Yeah, that's how kind and of things at, went downhill for him a little bit almost. Oh, well, almost. Almost. But, we'll, uh, you know, but you, let's put the brakes on you that. You know what happened? Well, I do, okay. I do, but let's put the brakes on that. There is a little bit of a spoiler, but I wanted to kind of rewind a little bit here on that because I wanted to go back to the beginning. His name was Wilson Ed or Edward Arthur Wilson. That's actually his real name. And he right. was born, I guess, um, March 19th or March 23rd, 1931 or something like that. Uh, or I, th I don't know when it was. I think he was born in the 18-something, I don't know, 1878, I'm sorry. And so he changed his name like three times. He ended up, ended up being like Emil de Valdez at the end. Um, so anyways, that's how he was able to kind of like skirt through all this stuff at the same time. But he was born in, um, you know, in the U.K. 
and it was just a, a intriguing way that he was brought up because he was brought up in a really, you know, strict Catholic type religious religion. Yeah, yeah, big time religious. Yeah, yeah, and it was like super, super, like you know, strict, um, very, you know, orthodox. Uh, you know, not a lot of not a lot of wiggle room, and um, a lot of people, you know, described him as having like the brilliance of L. Ron Hubbard. And then having like the destructiveness of Jim Jones with like the hypnotic hold of Rasputin. That's like how they would like explain like how they would describe him. This is how good He's, this guy was. As far as cult leaders go, uh, he is definitely the most unique and intriguing of all cult leaders. Um, I, like I said, I, I have heard of. Um, you go from he, he was fairly unremarkable in his life until he fell ill in the south of France. I mean, that's when really things start going, all right, I can't really say a ride, but that's where things start getting interesting for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's where things started getting interesting. So let's go back to where he was going on trial for misappropriating funds, and that's kind of how the the catalyst kind of, of him, the legend, grew a little bit more because um, of what transpired. And go ahead, Jay, explain to everyone, like, exactly – um, what happened during that, you know, during that whole uh, inquisition and that whole trial? I mean, it was a very interesting outcome and series of events that happened um, during that time. So he's in court, and the prosecuting lawyer uh, is laying down his opening arguments, just his opening arguments. Right. And all of his accusers are in the room, uh, and the judge has been... Uh, and I want to say he was actually representing himself. Right. The prosecuting lawyer falls dead mid-sentence. So the prosecuting Everybody attorney just dies. <laughs> just dies. <laughs> so this is what kind of attributed a lot of this hearsay about his black magic and him being able to uh, influence, um, you know, people and outcomes and things to his favor. But it gets better. Yes. Because the prosecutor wasn't the only one affected in that room. Mm -hmm. In fact, everybody in that room was affected. Uh, a lot of them felt ill. Um, some of them um, had moments of psychosis. The judge himself started growling and barking uncontrollably and could only get out the words case dismissed as he hammered the gavel, meaning that it was thrown out, it was thrown out of the court. Just thrown and out. the only person in the, in, in the entire room that wasn't affected was Brother 12. So Brother 12 was the only one not affected, and um, just to give a little bit more backstory on this guy, so Jay's going forward, I'm going backwards, so it's, this is like a little bit of a tag team, <laughs> and this is good, no, so that way I, we can do this from both ends. So going back, he founded... Um, That's what she said. <laughs> uh, he had founded the Aquarian Foundation, and it was also uh, known as um, Cedar by the Sea. Right. And that's the... That's the... Um, that's the island that he got a lot of investors to pay for out there in Canada. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, 
he was able to, uh, you know, uh, bring up this whole cult and, uh, you know, have his own version of, you know, what he thought the, you know, the, the Catholic uh, type of religion should have been. And um, it's just a crazy way of how one person who is so smart and so convincing and um, so that has that power to, you know, manipulate other people with just words it's just it's quite amazing to me it's really amazing and it's amazing that there are people like that on this earth and you know it's amazing that this guy was able to garner so many followers um uh, but things didn't end up real well for him at the end there jay right yeah i think the thing that's craziest is actually his biggest the biggest um investor he had eventually ended up on his island being uh being tortured and worked to the bone. Yeah, that's crazy. And then so and then what happened to him? What was with, with the catalyst you said was him falling ill and then what happened at that point? He fell ill, supposedly. He had fallen ill and he they say he died, but they ended up seeing him a few years later all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> which is crazy. That's what I read, too, that, you know, he supposedly died. And, and part of the reason why he kind of defected from everybody is because um, people were coming up to him and saying, like, why are you being so rough to us and, you know, working us to the bone when you're just, like, sitting here going mad and going crazy and telling us what to do and, you know, you know you're reaping all the rewards. And we're like... What's the issue here? So they kind of revolted, and, you know, they kind of, you know, the, he banished them out, but then he banished them out back to the original temple that he built, which was that Aquarian Foundation. And um, so they ended up coming out with the, their own version of the of the uh, religion without him. And then that's when he took off, like you said, and faked his own death, because supposedly, what, two, three years later, they saw him again, uh, I think, in England? Was that right? Yep. That is That is correct. And here's here's the other thing about it. Um, a lot of the stuff, a lot of the money that investors gave to him, he would turn into uh, gold medallions. Ah. And buried them. Supposedly there was 46 mason jars filled to the brim with these gold coins um, that he buried somewhere on that island. Um, and this is what they're going to investigate on... Uh, Expedition Unknown, and mm -hmm. try to find, see if they could find them and dig them up. Uh -huh. And they found the remnants of, of a jar, but no no actual gold coin in it. So he could have gone back to that island anytime he wanted, dug those things up, had all the money he needed to go ahead and survive. Him and his Madame Z, which was his, one of his main, it was, that was his main woman, his mistress. Um, right. And... She was more the physical labor taskmaster than he was. Like, she would beat them on mercilessly. Um, and she took out a lot of her frustrations because obviously him and her were an item. But one of the things that started to take down his uh, Aquarium Foundation is he actually had a lot of women's um, dorms. They, they had dormitories on this, uh, on this island, and he could, he would go in and choose a different girl every night to sleep with. Why is it always the cult leaders who ended up doing that? 
same reason why anybody does anything, dude. It's to get laid. <laughs> no, it's always the cult leaders. If you always hear cult leaders, it always ends up them fucking every woman in the fucking cult. You know what I mean? And because what's what's more, if you're if you're building a cult, yeah, and you're becoming that person that, um, you know, you want people to follow you and believe in you, and you you have power over them and all that. What's more, what's more a symbol of having power over someone than either a uh, making a woman relinquish herself to you, or b making a man allow his wife to be relinquished to you? I mean, come on, that right there is, you know, that's classic shit talking in sports. How's your wife and my kids? Come uh, on. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty rough. That's pretty rough. Yeah, and uh, it's always that. I always find that amusing because it's always uh, it always ends up that cult leader being the guy who ends up fucking all the women, and it's just always that same that same box, that same cookie cutter uh, box that it always fits. And it's just it's weird. The whole idea of a cult is weird to me. I can understand it in some aspects. Maybe you know a group of people going through a traumatic event uh, together. Um, and so they need to maybe form a group. You wouldn't call that a cult, I guess. Um, you know, it, but you know, you got these people who come together with these weird, um, you know, thoughts of mind. And you know, sometimes when you have more people together, it kind of perpetuates the the insanity of the whole, you know, premise of what they believe in. And it's just it's crazy to me that you know it's still to this day, um, you know, <laughs> the cults are still around. I mean, you still you see it every day. You always hear of these well, weird religions that pop up. You end there. up. Here's the thing: as humanity, as as a species, as uh, you know, as a as an animal, whatever you want to call us. Ultimately, what we're doing is we're even going back to the caveman. We're trying to build a sense of community that allows us safety, prosperity, and, and can grow in a safe, a safer environment. I mean, communication started because these caveman groups were trying to get together and understand one another better so they could form better alliances. They could help one another out with hunting and gathering and, and food and, and, I mean, even, even widening the gene pool. There's all these things that are benefits from it. So cults on the forefront seem like great ideas. You have a bunch of like-minded people who are looking to, for the, you know, betterment of man. We want to, we really want to try to help rid the world of some evils and, and be good shining examples of how we can do it. But at the, end of, at the end of the day, the people who run them are the issue. It's not the cult itself. I mean, John Doe's cult had a great idea. It was it was great. Go get some, you know, untendered land out in the, you know, middle of Latin America and allow people to grow spiritual and but you know, do you end up whacked up on all kinds of acid and drugs and yeah. again banging all kinds of chicks and taking all kinds of money and eventually had to kill himself. Yeah, don't drink the juice, right? Don't drink the juice. Don't drink the juice, man. That was horrible, man. What Never a, drink the juice. What a horrible scene. I mean, I remember seeing the documentary on that and just seeing that aerial oh. footage of all those people just laying there in that field like that. Dead. Man, just dead. And you're just sitting there looking at it. You're just like, I can't believe that's like real life. Like, you know, you see something in a movie, you're like, oh, okay, uh, at the end of the day, you always know it's a movie, right? 
You can see somebody get yeah. chopped up. You can see somebody's brains get blown off, you know, their no top problem. of their head. And no problem. You know it's a movie at the end of the day. But if that moment when you know it's a real thing, man, and just seeing that aerial footage of the hel- helicopter just going around the camp and all those bodies, little kids, um, you know, grown people, that, white people, black people, spe- me, you know, that, Spanish that's people. That's what got me most, man. Yeah, that's the fucked up part. There were kids there that had no idea. A, they didn't know the danger they were in. B, they didn't know anything else. Like, that was the only world they'd grown up in. There was kids there that just, they couldn't sense themselves, and their parents put them in that position. And it's a sad position that, um, you know, they did put them in. And it's just, um, again, a very sad, 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 you know, uh, event that happened in, you know, <laughs> the United States. Unfortunately, it didn't happen in the United States. It happened in Ghana. Um, where Jonestown yep. was um, founded, but you know it all started here. You know it all started here. They moved all to Ghana started. to get away. You know to get away from you know uh, the you know because they couldn't get away with their craziness here in the United States. You know so they had to go to Ghana and um, you know go there and do that there. So yeah, uh, just a uh, amazing story. Yeah, brother twelve man. I mean, just I've never heard of another individual that was able to do this. I guess at this level prior to him, um, I guess he is the first one, and you know. Everybody else, you know, basically copied from his book uh, when it comes to becoming a cult leader. And uh, just a really interesting story, Jay. And I really appreciate you bringing it up for us to discuss tonight and, uh, you know, talk about cult leaders and stuff like that. I was actually um, in Los Angeles and, you know, I know we were talking about, you know, doing this episode. And the first person I thought of when I landed in Los Angeles was Charlie Manson, man. (laughs) The first guy that popped into my head, I was like, man. You know, a guy that actually never killed anybody, but just had the mental yep. power over, you know, what, four other individuals to carry out this heinous crime against this woman who was pregnant in her home. And I mean, just another horrifying, you know, story. If you don't know the story behind it, I definitely urge you to guys go check it out. Very gruesome and just horrifying story. But, uh, you know, he never actually did anything physically himself. He never nope. pulled the trigger. He never stabbed anybody. He didn't do anything. He just directed. And his direction alone, he was just so powerful um, that he was able to... Um, and you know, life in prison. And life in prison. And it's amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, and, you know, passed away last year and uh, finally in prison. So, anyways, um, well, listen, thanks for, um, you know, bringing the subject up, Jay. Um, you know, I'm sure we're going to be bringing up another... Uh, uh, cult leader here um, sometime pretty soon. Um, and oh, There's listen, a bunch of them. Also, another documentary on Netflix when it's it's completely related to this. It's called uh, Wild Wild Country, and it's about this cult leader in Oregon. Um, you gotta check it out. I'm not even gonna give any more away, uh, but it's called Wild Wild Country. It's fantastic. Um, it's a little bit slow at the end at the beginning, but. Sit through it. It's fucking worth it. Um, it's a crazy story. Wild, wild Country. Yeah, check it out. It's called Wild Wild Country um, on Netflix. So I, I know you were talking about a movie that you um, saw not too long ago, Jay, and that you wanted to recommend too, right? Well, it wasn't a movie. Um, you know, I, normally when we do these, you have to watch, watch and the, uh, the dick of the week. Um, but I was saying that because I got this Brother 12 off this, uh, this show, Expedition Unknown, and he does so many other cool things. Like he goes to Stonehenge and there's so many amazing things he does. And there's so many amazing things that you learn. Uh, and there's such cool stories. Like how about there's an Egyptian queen who ended up her existence is almost erased from all of history. 
Uh, turns out it was King Tut's, like, stepmom. Yeah. I mean, just, uh, there's so many crazy shit that you see in here and the stuff that they do. Uh, it's a great show. It's called Expedition Unknown on the Travel Channel. Channel. I highly recommend it. If you're looking for something thoroughly entertaining and a bit educational, shut the front door. That's a great show. Yeah, it is actually educational. You learn things that you have never were taught in books in high school. Um, and the um, the host, Josh Gates, is... He has a very uh, dry <laughs> kind of sense of humor, but it gets, yeah. it gets over. It gets over. It's it, you know after a while it kind of you know grows on you. Uh, but a great host, a great show, and uh, yeah, definitely recommend it as well. So, uh, well, Jay, listen, that's it for um, Dark Fringedo for this week for us, man. It's episode forty. Uh, we've done forty of these Jeez. things, man. Can you believe that? Crazy. Crazy, absolutely nuts. Yeah, forty episodes, and um, you know we're not going to stop. We're going to continue to give you um, a new podcast every week. We're going to be more uh, diligent and um, make sure we get an episode uh, for you guys every week. So please uh, bear with us. We're getting our bearings in, in, in working order. Uh, there's going to be changes to the show, so constantly working uh, and uh, trying to evolve this uh, show for you guys to you know, make it better um, at the end of the day for you guys. So, again, uh, follow us on uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram at Dark Fringe Radio. Uh, please uh, make sure you uh, follow us there. Uh, like, subscribe to all our stuff. We're doing stuff every day, uh, especially Instagram. That's probably the one that I'm dropping new information constantly on a daily basis, uh, six to seven different things at least a day. Um, and also Twitter and Facebook, please um, help us out there as well. I'd uh, you know tremendously appreciate it. Again, how to listen to uh, the podcast. Uh, again, you can listen to us on iTunes, also Google Music or Play, and SoundCloud. Um, also, we're available on FM Player, if that's something that you guys um, you know use as far as a uh, podcast platform. A lot of people that I know use it. I use it myself uh, because I like a lot of different range of different podcasts, and it usually covers you know the full range of what I like there as well. So, um, anything else for you, Jay, for the night? That's it for me. Please keep uh, keep supporting us. We appreciate it. Uh, any comments or anything you'd like to hear or see us cover, or even uh, other things you'd like to hear us do on the show. Maybe other opportunities, other ideas. Uh, that you'd like to hear Will, I, or Gab talk about, uh, send them over to us. We are open for everything. We are here trying to give you the best experience and uh, amount of content we can do. Absolutely. And you can send all that information again to uh, remind everybody to thedarkfringe at gmail.com. Again, that's thedarkfringe at gmail.com. Again, I'm Will Martinez for Jay Galosi This week, Dark Fringe Radio. Thanks for coming on the podcast, everybody. And I hope you have a good night.